0: Hey, 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 you guys. We're so glad to have a special guest with us, Mr. Boyle. If you guys have not heard of Boyle, you're going to learn a lot more about him and his culture, his music. He has a new song that just was released called I Know You Like It, and we do like it because he not only has an amazing spirit and voice, but he has a message that I think we need to hear more of in the music industry. And so I'm going to let him kind of properly introduce himself to you guys, but I'm just so glad to call him a friend, and he's one of our
1: guests on Black Canvas. (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, Jeriel! Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody! This is Boyo, um, B-O-Y-O, and uh, you want me to you want me to talk about myself? Like, really introduce myself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to get to know you. Tell us about you, Boyo. <laughs> yeah. So I'm 27. I'm from Nigeria. Um, I make music, and uh, I've been making music for about uh, three uh, three years now, uh, and right before the pandemic. And, um, I, I really talk about love. I talk about, you know, just my life. I write my own songs for the most part. And, uh, I, you know, I'm on a journey pretty much every day, uh, with this, with music and art and expressing myself. And it's just like what I love to do. So, you know, I make music videos and music and I love fashion and, and just having a good time. So that's,
0: (laughs) that's me. And we love that about you. And we're going to talk about when he talks about fashion, you guys, he actually has his own eyewear line and we're going to really break that down toward the end, but I want to kind of go straight into these questions because I know Boyo has things to do you guys and we're going to make sure we kind of get him for as much (laughs) many questions I can ask. I'm going to get it done. (laughs) All right, so.
1: I thought it would be. I'm here All with right,
0: you. well, we're going to make time. There we go. All right. <laughs> all right, so, Borio, let's kind of go down my first question for you. What has been one of your biggest musical yeah. influences growing up?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've had so many inspirations throughout my lifetime. When I was very young, I was very into, you know, Aaliyah and Britney Spears and, like, a lot of just the music videos by young pop female artists that were just on MTV. Um, I love Destiny's Child. Um, When I was in high school, I really, 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 really got into Rihanna and, you know, Rated R was, like, one of my favorite albums. I don't know if you know that album. But, yes, it was was one of the, the best projects of work and You know, I've just always, I've always been a fan of popular music. Uh, I love R&B, Afrobeat, and Dancehall specifically as well. But just, you know, I've been always inspired by pop culture and what's been on the radio and um, just good music. And so I've had multiple inspirations growing up through music. I can't even think I, I don't think I can even pinpoint just one particular person at this moment. But, you know, it's been so many throughout the course of my life, honestly.
0: I think that's awesome. But I really want to talk about Afrobeat. Can you kind of let our listeners know what is Afrobeat music? And can you tell us about maybe male representation in pop music, especially African-American male representation in pop music?
1: So first Afrobeat is, you know, it's music from the motherland. (laughs) Um, It's very Mm -hmm. popular in West Africa. Um, Nigeria, I feel like has one of the biggest, uh, producers of Afrobeat. And it's just, it's, you know, Afrobeat is African music. It starts with the drum, it starts with the groove and it's a genre of music that's becoming very popular, especially over here with, you know, TikTok and other platforms. And we have, you know, amazing artists like Wizkid and Burna Boy, and who are both from Nigeria, where I'm from. And, you know, it's, it's a very, very, very deep to me, enjoyable, danceable genre of music. Um, your second question with the male representation in pop music, or, and you said specifically, I think you were talking about Black men, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Can we kind of talk about, like, either do you feel that we have enough representation as it relates to African Americans in pop music? Or is there one African American that stands out to you in pop music that you're like, wow, this is something I saw growing up or something maybe we need to see more of that we're not seeing currently?
1: Um that's a good question. So we've had we've definitely I mean had representation of black male artists in popular music. I mean we've had Usher and we've had, you know, Chris Brown more in the R&B but still you know popular popular music on the radio. Um and I just feel like you know it's kind of been painted in one certain way and I think men in general in the industry don't really get to express themselves in a certain way that's, you know, really expressive, especially in pop music. I just feel like men don't give as much. Um, I'm a huge fan of the male artists today that we have in pop music. Um, you know, Troye Sivan being one of them, Little Nas X being, you know, another person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rema is another, you know, male artist that I really like. And there's also somebody by the name of uh, what's his name? Levi. He goes by Levi. Can't remember the full name, but I mean, I, I feel like we do have great representation of male artists in, in music. But where, where we're heading now is that we're hopefully seeing men who are more expressive, um, who don't confine to certain gender norms and, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, who are really, really representing, I guess, themselves and probably other people as well. And so that's also what I hope to bring to music as well, is just be very expressive and speak for myself, really. But, you know, hopefully something that a lot of other people can connect with.
0: I love that you said that. And like you said, there are so many artists that you just mentioned that really have that expressiveness. Um, and I think another one is Grayson... I'm trying to remember his last name. See, I hate when you oh. can't do that.
1: Okay, it's Josh Levi. Who I was talking about was Josh Levi. I'm sorry. I bl- okay. Blanked on his name. <laughs> I blanked on his name. I don't know why. But, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Who
0: are you saying? I think his name is Grayson Chance, I believe. Maybe I have the last name incorrect. Um, But you can check that out, you guys. Please uh, correct me from wrong. But I know Grayson is his first name. I think his last name is Chance. And then, like you said, Troy Savant, um, Little Nas X, um, there's so many different artists, even like Harry Styles, when you think of like just not conforming and being able to kind of share music from a different purview and being able to let people know that, you know, it's yeah. OK to be different. It's OK to share your experiences. And I think like in music in general, like with women, when we think of Kalina and just there's there's a lot of artists I can name that are just they're themselves. They talk, they share, they they give their experiences. We have Demi Lovato you know, and just her journey, and excuse me, not her, their journey. I'm glad I made that correction um, because I always want to make sure if I make a mistake, I can definitely correct that. But but their journey has been something that, that is remarkable to kind of see that experience. And I'm glad I made that mistake because it just shows, you know, as we move forward in life, you know, we're going to have so many changes and people are going to experience things in different parts of their lives that maybe they didn't fully understand And as they grow and they mature and people can grow with them, we can all hopefully meet at the same table.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All
0: right. So I have a really hard question for you. I'm going to see how you do with this one. Uh, (laughs) If you could sum up your life by choosing only one album, this can be a past album or a present album. What album would you choose that would sum up where you are currently in your life and what artist would you want to sing your story?
1: <laughs> um, I think this is actually a really good question. I'm gonna answer this in, a, in a, the most honest way, but I feel, I mean, I was thinking of an album when you first asked that question, um and it's hard to say because you know I feel like that would change depending on the mood. Right now, what album would I say would represent my life? Mm-hmm. I mean
0: well, I can, I I can help you on that boy, yo. Can I'll, I help you?
1: I, I got it. I think okay. I I think, you know, I'm looking at like so like I said, I was obsessed with Riri when I was in in high school I mean I still am but that was the moment of my life where I was like really really getting into music and just obsessed with every album and I don't know I feel like it could be any one of those albums because even when I listen to it now like it takes me back to my childhood and like growing up and like being a teenager and finding out all these things about myself and I feel like any album from like 2012 no 2008 between 2012 by Rihanna could be a potential album for to answer that question but I also feel like the music that I'm trying to make now this I'm working currently on a project um with some of my with one of my favorite producers Lucius Page and uh another amazing producer is called Single Mickey but um We're working on a project, and the hope and goal for that project is that it could kind of sum up my life thus far. And who would I want to sing that? None other than myself. So, so, there we go. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) that was, you know, one way of also looking at it as well. Like, yeah, I I mean, I'm hoping to already even do that, like sum up my life in a project and, you know, sing it myself. Who, who other than to do that but me?
0: That's right. Well, I will tell you the album, like for me, one of my favorite artists growing up was Peebo Bryson. Mm-hmm. I loved Peebo Bryson. Like, it, Peebo Bryson. yeah, if you can look him up, Peebo Bryson. Like, he was one of my favorite singers. He did a song, Fill the Fire. There's a lot of songs that he did. Um, He did the, A Whole New World. Like, if you remember the duet, um, he was, uh-huh. yes, wow. what an amazing male vocalist. And I would love, like, if there was anyone who could sing for me. I mean, he had one of the smoothest voices I've ever heard in my life, and everybody knows, like, I had his as greatest as his album. I had almost every people Bryson song you could think of. Love oh people Bryson, God. so yeah. For me, that would be the person I would choose to sing probably my story. But I think the album that changed my life for sure. Um, I mean, there's so many of them, but Purple Rain was just such a great album. And I feel like I don't even know how his uh-huh. voice would sound on Purple Rain. Like, it, I could just hear it now. It'd probably be probably a weird combination. Sure. But I just think, like, that was such a great, it was a moment.
1: Um, What, what was it that made Purple Rain such a great album for I you? I mean,
0: I just love the, just how he wrote. One thing about Prince that I like more than the music, because, of course, he wrote, produced, and did a lot of his own playing of instruments. But it was just the way things were worded and how it was produced. It was just such a great album. Like, it was just everything about it. It was just like you felt like you were, when you listened to it, that you didn't have to skip a song. And I think that's what makes an album great, when you could just go through an album and listen to every part of it. You know, that's what I think an album should be. Um, yeah, And I know a lot of people with Adele right now with her new album, that, that's another one that you can just almost play everything in order. And it's just like, you just sit there and you're like, wow, dude, I never knew how amazing this was.
1: <laughs> I, I still need to listen to it in its entirety. Like I haven't even gotten through that album yet, but I know I totally hear you because I do agree. I think a great body of work, you should be able to just um, listen to it and feel it. And uh, yeah, I always enjoy that about a record too, especially when you can tell there's no filler tracks, like, someone isn't just adding a song just to add it like everything sounds like it's supposed to be there but everything also kind of hits in a way even if it's different mm-hmm. or mellow or something that's really strong you know you know an album not that you mentioned that
0: tony braxton's first album was the same way mm-hmm. you remember that one
1: you know what do i remember that one i entirely know what what's the name of the album Oh, I'm trying to remember the, the title for that. I wonder
0: if that was a self-titled one. I'll have to look it up to confirm. But I do remember the songs on there. Like, that was all her hit songs. Like, her beginning music for Toni Braxton. You know, it's going to come to me because, you know, I'm the kind of person. I will
1: I think it was self-titled,
0: right? Wasn't it self-titled? I believe that it was, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm telling you, I mean, Toni has done, like, everything. That album she did, Love, Marriage, and Divorce, the one she did with um, Babyface was just such a great album. I could play that from front to to back and just never get tired of it. But yeah, Yeah. Tony Braxton has always been someone... I love her voice. Brandy's another one, you know, where you're just like, you hear the voice and you're like, wow, this person is just a star. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot of people inspired by her, yeah.
0: And I I just love that about, you know, artists when they can just be themselves, they can share their music. But I think it was self-titled if I remember... Because I I'm a big Tony Braxton fan, so I'm not gonna screw that up. But yeah, if I remember correctly, I think she recorded it in ninety-two and then she released it in '93. So yeah, that, that I, yeah, I know my okay. Tony, so I'm I'm not gonna screw that up. <laughs> and another one I love, that's when she did like another sad um love song, Breathe Again, Seven Whole Days. You know, all of those songs, You Mean the World of Me, you know, was released later as a single, but like she just was, I mean, those are all hits, like everybody knows those songs and taymor Braxton, who I love as well, her first album, Love and War, I mean, you could listen to every song on that album and just just play it through and just, I don't remember skipping anything on that first album, it was really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean we have different music tastes for sure. But I'm glad that you have music that you feel that way about and that you really like. And
0: yeah, I'm I'm across the spectrum with that. Like I love like I can go from Nirvana to listening to Foo Fighters to switching from that to Jim Brickman.
1: (laughs) I feel the same. I feel the same. I feel like my music taste is all over the place too. So I feel you.
0: Yeah, that's cool. All right. So, Boyo, let's kind of talk about your eyewear. Do you mind telling us more about that? And can you also maybe tell us your favorite pair of glasses? I'm going to really put you on the spot. That out of your collection. Do you mind telling us about what went into you creating this collection?
1: So, Boyo Eyewear is, um, excuse me, it's the, it's a collective. Right now we are having our premier collection with the premiere. Collection of suns of sunglasses, and uh, it comes in four four different sunglasses. They're the night shades uh, and the box cutters. They're all edgy rectangular frames that um, I personally feel look great. They are made of 100% of acetate, so it's a biogradable material, so it's an it's eco friendly. Uh, 100% UV protection on the lenses and nylon lenses and. They just look really cute and really edgy and really sexy and really fun. And I love these glasses. I don't think I particularly have a favorite one. I think it depends on my mood. (laughs) Um, When I'm feeling really, really edgy and really, you know, (laughs) sassy, the black nightshades, I think, are my favorite. Um, When I'm feeling more, you know, flirty and fun and still cute. But, you know, like wanting to party, I like the white box cutters because they have this peaches and cream color tone to them. And they just go well with like a brunch outfit or like a suit and they just look really nice. Um, The white nightshades, you know, are more of a futuristic type of lens just because of the contrast between the white and the dark nylon lens. They're the same as the black, you know. Um, shades, but they just give me a different vibe that's more futuristic. And so I think they go really well with monochrome outfits or something that's like metallic. And if I'm wearing something like that, I'll wear that with that. And the black box cutters are a classic. You can't go wrong with those. They go with everything. Um, they're more of a classic lens, but they have this trapezoid kind of shape to them that makes them a little different for me. And I really like them. And one of the things about my glasses are they're they're really not heavy, I would say, but they're they're thick. You can feel that there's a little bit of weight in them, and I like that because it makes them super durable um I've dropped these at the club, I've dropped these like out in public, and they're like a one they stay together, they don't scratch, and they look great so um yeah i'm 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 a huge fan of the glasses it the whole point of me making the brand was I wanted to share a little bit. Of my creativity with people, um give them something that they could hold. you know music is a little different, but with glasses, you can hold that, you can feel it, you know it's something you can touch, and I think it's something that like really boosts your confidence, like you wear a pair of sunglasses and you feel like you're you know you're the shit, <laughs> so um, I wanted to give people that, and I also wanted to make sure that it was inclusive, so there's no gender in these lenses, there's no men's and women's collections it's just this genderless you know edgy eyewear brand and I'm very proud to be launching that and hopefully expanding it to much more soon
0: Well, we're excited, and when everything does is out there and ready, let me know, and we would definitely have you back to really talk more about you know where they can find it or I can post it for you and sharing it with yep. other people. Cause I, I want you to continue to succeed.
1: Thank you. Thank you. They're they're available actually right now at um, okay. boyocollective.com. They're there. Uh, they're actually on sale. The So if you just type that in boyocollective.com there, you can find them under Boyo Eyewear. And yeah, uh, I hope you like them. I hope, I hope you like them, Juriel. I should definitely get your address so I can send you a complimentary pair of these. Cause they're so amazing.
0: I think. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I I would love the black. I love black glasses. That's always my favorite ones to wear for sure, because it's just something about, like you said, a classic pair of black glasses. It's just like, wow. Yeah, they're edgy. They're edgy. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I know you're talented and you're just you're just going to go one step further and further and further until you finally get to that pinnacle of success that you see fit, because the sky's the limit for you. I mean, I believe that.
1: Thank
0: you. Thank, oh, thank you so much. Thank and you. I did get a chance to see your video. I've actually seen it a couple of times. So if you got a couple of views, that's probably me. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, thank
1: you. Did you did you have a favorite moment? Did you have a favorite look? My
0: favorite part was, I love when you had, like, when you kept, like, leaning into the, the camera part of it. Like, like, you were leaning in and leaning out, which I love that. Like, it reminds me of, there's a guy, Josh Levi, he was actually on, um, what was that show? X Factor.
1: Josh Levi. We, we just spoke. Yeah, yeah, Josh Levi.
0: Yes. And it reminded me of his music video, like partially, like some things that he did. But I love, I love dance. I love to see people dance. I'm not the best dancer, but I love to see other people dance. <laughs> And it's just really awkward when you're over six foot two and you're trying to move. It's just, it's it's not the same. Uh, so <laughs> so for me, it's not uh, the best, look, but I love I it. I felt
1: the same way. <laughs> I felt the same way we're making this. I have to shout out my choreographer, uh Day Day. He did an amazing job uh, choreographing this, getting my ass to dance. It's really, it's really, I love that you say that because even I used to be like I'll dance in the club but like like to get information and dance and like do choreography always just like makes me laugh or cringe or whatever because you know sometimes people feel awkward in their bodies but I feel like that's the exciting part about dance or just creating or art in general like it's not about how good sometimes you look doing it it's just about how you feel and um yeah that's one thing i learned dancing in this is like you know just to connect with my body it was just really nice to do that and um, so i gotta give a shout out to dayday Day for helping me with that because i'm definitely hopefully dancing and more stuff but and yeah I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it it was a fun experience too so but thank you for watching yeah i'm glad you liked yeah. it
0: <laughs> absolutely and um one thing i loved the most about it as well is like it was almost like cutaways like each part, like when you were singing certain lyrics, it went to something else. And I felt like your eyes were playing a dance. Like with each, each scene, it was like, it was going back and it, it felt like, uh-huh. it was like, like a ride you didn't want to get off of. Like you just wanted to just keep experiencing and seeing more and more. And like, it was almost like you guys, and you're like, oh, it's over. And like it was, it really was a great video. I will say that it was amazing. It, it felt like that.
1: It felt like that. It felt like when the shoot was over, I was so tired, but I wanted to keep going. And when I got yeah. home, I couldn't sleep. I was so excited that day. Um, just to be there and to be creating and to be with all these great people. Um I work with a production company, a pool of Aurora Productions, and they've been working with me. They worked with me on another music video called Alum for Alom Magia, which is an Afrobeat record that we did earlier this year. And um to just be this time that time the last music video i didn't have you know the directive control it was directed by ajay mohammed who's a great great director he did a beautiful job i think this time i really 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 wanted to feel like i was expressing myself so i chose to direct and being given the opportunity to do that means that a lot of things got to look a certain way um and feel a certain way because you know i was the one making those decisions and so it was just, it was really an exciting time for me. Honestly, I'll never forget the experience um, ever. It was just, it was it was great. And it was a day I'll never forget. <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad I had an opportunity to be a part of watching it. Cause I always when someone is feeling their 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 craft and they're able to express and emote what they're the message they're trying to convey to the audience. And I love that about this podcast. That's one thing I love. You never know who you're going to talk to, how it's going to go. Sometimes I use an example. I think one interview that was one of my favorites, I love every person I've talked to, but one of my idols is Les Trent. And so when I reached out to him and the first time we actually talked was on the interview. And so it was, I didn't even know how it was going to sound, what was going to happen. And we literally went... there was no script just how we just talked just conversational and it was amazing and this guy is a someone i've always looked up to and he's an amazing broadcaster he has been on inside edition for many years you know interview presidents and i was like literally in my seat like oh i'm trying not to be a fan right now but i also have to you know remember that this is an interview and it it was one of the moments i think that's when i realized wow He's not only an amazing human being, but down the earth, just great person. And so that to me just showed me if I could be able to talk to someone who's interviewed people I probably would never meet or would never talk to in a day of my life, but that he had these opportunities and he was so gracious enough to be on my show mm-hmm. and to just talk openly about his life and th- his experiences. It was just a masterclass of being professional on his end. And then for me to just realize that there's the sky's the limit. I, I don't have to, you know, tell myself I can't do it. It's just more of, hey, just getting to know your, who you are before the interview. And then when you talk to that person, realize they're just a person like you are, but that, you know, they are amazing and have their career and they've had experiences that you can learn Absolutely.
1: from. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that
0: was a big yeah. one for me, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm enjoying this interview. It's just something you know, that you get to talk about, you know, with someone about their <laughs> like life, that. but then you also get to just have them to be able to to know that they're yeah. worthy of success. And you are, like I say, that video is just going to be the beginning. Like really people are going to really recognize you now on a, on a global standpoint um, more, because I think you really were being authentically yourself, but then the song itself was great. It was just, it, was, it sounds like a pop hit to me. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Thank thank you. Thank you. And I think, yeah, for me, I, I, I was excited um, to really be myself, you know, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, we're definitely all human at the end of the day. And I think sometimes we're living in a world like where everything feels so perfect now and people are very scared to like make mistakes or to seem imperfect. And this project itself, like I remember feeling like it didn't need to look perfect, which was really interesting to me. Um, because I, I, I can be an overachiever but I just felt like I just wanted to be myself and it was a very interesting experience that I you know hope to just develop and, and you know inspire others with too but mostly for myself just like going through that being that free it was so liberating and I feel liberated now even in the response because um you know, the music video was very, it's a little, to me, it's a little provocative in some parts, you know, there's a lot of outfit changes and there's a lot of different stuff going on. And it's very, it's very queer in a sense, you know, and um, it was nice to be able to put that out there in a way that felt respectful of like myself, but also at the same time, it felt like I was like, you know, talking my shit and just being myself. And so, Wait, I, I can't cuss on here, right? Can I say shit? <laughs>
0: well, you did, so we're going to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I love that boy. Boy, this is, like, so funny. Because <laughs> I had another guest tell me, they're like, can I cuss? I'm like, well, you did, so it's okay. I mean, I feel like
1: we shouldn't even be censoring <laughs> stuff. Like, that. But But, yeah, <laughs> ranting on, um, yeah, it was, I'm glad that that's what you took away from it, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that you felt that. It makes me Mm -hmm. as an artist happy that, like, you just, you got that energy. So um, thank you once again. And, yeah, I agree. I hope it is the beginning of much more. And it will be, in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Man, I love this. (laughs)
1: Being Being from Nigeria, we're always, like, very superstitious about things. So,
0: you know, if you're going
1: to say it, you have to claim it.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm that way about a lot of things myself. I do vision boards myself. So I will actually put things down and I try to manifest what I want out there, but I also try to give off the energy that I want to receive. So I believe like, no matter who you talk to, no matter where we come from, what experiences that we were exposed to at the end of, of any day, like we have the right to decide how we show up and, and what we choose to accept or reject in our lives. And so for me, I don't want to reject people and experiences. I don't have to be able to fully understand every single experience someone goes through. But I definitely, that's why you ask questions. That's why you listen. That's why you sit with people and you try to Mm -hmm. dive deep into these issues. And so one thing I love about Black Canvas and the difference between both my podcasts, between this one and Space Between, Space between is just an opportunity to sing and kind of get to know the music side. Like, canvas is really get to know someone's heart. And so I think, like, with a musician, the heart of your songs goes into the message you're trying to, to actually convey. And so I think when you write your lyrics, when you produce, yeah. and I'm, and congratulations on the de- um, directorial debut of, of that, being able to have that behind your name because it, there's not enough of us in general um, who stand firm and saying, I'm going to own the Mm -hmm. rights to this. I'm going to tell people, or like you said, talk your your stuff, say this is, this is what it is and you can accept it or not, but this is still my project and this is how I want to be seen.
1: Yeah. That's kind of, I so sad. So like living in New York, I remember I was at an event not too long ago with directors and like I have a lot of I have a couple of friends who direct and are really into movies, and it's just crazy to me that a lot of times people of color, especially women, will feel like they can't produce and can't direct and be in charge of certain projects because of like um just those limitations that you've mentioned, and that there's just not a lot of us and people who want to do those things and yeah, that was definitely a thought of like you know just fuck like that like it's it's really a big blessing to be able to just say hey i want this and i'm gonna boom i'm gonna produce it and make it as an artist you know because it just feels sometimes that there's a lot of limitations but uh, i agree with you wholeheartedly when you say that it's just it is a lot and so thank you yeah yeah
0: Well, I'm telling you, you just keep being who you are. Like people will catch up or they won't. And I always tell people your road is your road. And if someone doesn't want to walk on that road with you, then the great thing is you don't have to. Like whatever you choose to want to do and you start to receive in your life and those people who really care about you and who want to see you succeed, they're going to be on that journey with you. And they're going to understand that it is a journey and it's not going to be, you know, the safest road to get there. but being safe is boring. And I think like being an individual and being a creative person that you are is that you're going to be faced with a lot of challenges. But I think like through your challenges, people are going to see the heart of who Boyo is. And they'll say, Oh, I like that guy. And then I can learn to love Boyo because that starts with you liking and loving yourself. And I think that comes into your culture, your family, your tribe, your chosen family. Like you have so many people who do want to see you win and so i just want you to know i'm always going to be a supporter i'm here for you to definitely share your
1: music oh thank you thank you i really really appreciate that Drew. and thank you for having this platform that you know artists can come and talk about this stuff because um, it's so important for us to to have spaces that celebrate us and that appreciate us as well so thank you
0: oh no problem so i have one last question for you Yes. You ready? (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. So it's going to be a two-parter. So the first part of it is going to be, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you give your younger self? And then the second part of that is going to be, if you can tell us where can we find you online, if someone wants to follow your music and you're on Instagram or Snapchat or or if you have um, TikTok, where everyone can find you. But the first part, I really want you to think long and hard of what you want to tell your younger self and around what age would you choose.
1: Hmm. That's a really good one. Mm, I would tell my 13-year-old to 15-year-old self to breathe, just breathe, relax, breathe. Um, yeah, and just let life flow. Uh, I think one of the things that I realized growing up is that, and I would tell that to myself even now or like just a couple of months ago, like I've been always very goal oriented and very driven and a lot of times, driven to the point that it, like, pushes me, you know, above and beyond necessary. And um, I'm learning how important my well-being is now at, like, 27. It's it's something that, like, I've solidified. Like, it, all of this doesn't matter if you don't, like, love and not only love, but take care of yourself. And so I think I would just tell my younger self to breathe, you know. Relax a little bit, enjoy it yourself, and I'm glad I can say that now because I'm still learning that, and it's something I'm still processing. But, um, yeah, just to to breathe. <laughs> Everything's
0: gonna be alright. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And do you mind sharing where they can find you online?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So my handles: Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, it is simply Sirboyo, S-I-R-B-O-Y-O, Sirboyo. I I have a TikTok that I should be using more. It's Sirboyo504, but I'm very active on all my socials. Feel free to follow me, shout me out, whatever. I follow back. (laughs) And um, yeah, Uh, I hope you like the music video, the music. There's definitely more coming Uh, For my glasses, you can get them on my page or the Boyo Collective on Instagram or our website, boyocollective.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Boyo, for being on the show. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, I'm just so glad to have you here. And I will definitely get with you to set up a time for us to hear you sing live. Or maybe we can get that very soon in the beginning of next year. If you have some time, we would love to hear. you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Boyle, for being a guest and we will have you back soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Right. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I'm here for you anytime you need me.
1: Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye, guys.